God bless you and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from pastor teacher, Dr. James Sutton. spiritual eyes and just thank him and just at this time I, you know I just want you to just start examining yourselves because it's something uh, that you need to find out about yourself of course we don't think so but there's something we all need to find out about ourselves in the midst of this thing because in the midst of this situation there's something that we need to examine about ourselves there's something that the Lord is trying to renew in us. It's something that he's trying to change in us. It's somewhere he's trying to take us, but until we examine ourselves and realize that, okay, I don't need this here, Lord. I need you more than I need this here. Amen. I just thank him today because he's just that good. He's just that good. He gives us the opportunity to look at the things that are going on in our lives. And when we look at those things, we realize that that's something that I got that I can help somebody with. Can, can I get an amen? Because there's something each one of us got that we can help somebody. Amen. And I said, and one of the main things that we have is the Holy Spirit and we have the Word of God. Yes. The Word of God is such a great thing to have in your pocket. You hear what I'm saying? You need to carry it around in your pocket. Because he says that you know, if you use my word, he said his word won't come back to him full. It's says. when we use our own words. But sometimes, sometimes in our lives, we, we, we struggle. But struggle is not bad. Struggle is good. Struggle is real good. And why I say struggle is good? Because when you struggle, you know it's you. <laughs> I said, let me say that again. When you struggle, you know that it's you trying to speak. The right. word of God. But when you let the Holy Spirit have its way, it's inside of you and you let it have its way. Oh, my God. You have no idea of the people and the souls that you can touch. Amen. You have no idea yeah. how you can change or have that person to change. You know, because of the spirit in you is, is the power. Start using your power because the power of the Holy Spirit is the only thing that can change anything in your life and anybody else's life. It's not what you do or what you say. It's what the Holy Spirit tells you to do and what it tells you to say. Amen. Amen. I just thank him today because I, I think, I, I know I do this all the time, but I, I know I'm not, I'm not trying to say we super, we're the super church, but I want to thank Walking Truth on today because Walking Truth has done so much in my life. Not only has it, does it make me examine myself, it makes me put things in decency and in order. Because God said, do it in decency and in order. Right. And hallelujah, I just thank walking truth because yeah. of the love that they had. You know, it changed, it changed a lot in me. And, 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 and that's why I love listening to the pastors, the, the ministers, everybody in the church. Because everybody has something they, they need to say that will help somebody else. Amen. Amen. I thank him. Because walking truth has been a building block for me. Yeah. It has been a solid foundation yeah. 
Because all we talk about is the Lord. And I get an emotion. I'm always yeah. talking about Sister Nancy stop crap. But I'm here to tell you today that God has been so good to me. Yeah. He has lifted me up out of the darkness and brought me into a marvelous life. Come on, somebody, because I know. I know that God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all got to praise him up in here because I'm telling you, he, he will do something in your life that you never expected him to do. Yeah. If you just trust him and lean on him. You know that song, lean on me. Yeah. When I'm not strong, and I'll be your friend. Yeah. He said, just lean on me. Yeah. It's another song I was to. It's an old school song, y'all. It said, come on in the room. <laughs> come on in the room. Jesus is my doctor in the room. Now, I don't know who need a doctor on today, but I know I need him today. He said there's joy in the room. Joy in the room. Jesus is my doctor in the room. You know, I just want to thank him today because I know that he is so wonderful. He's a light to my path. Whew. The Lord has done so much in my life. And I see him doing so many great things in other people's life. And I just get so excited. I get so excited that all I want to do is praise him and say, Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because, you know, once we were lost, but now we're found. He said he don't wish to see nobody lost. He said he wants all of us. Yes. I said, I, I met this man from Galilee. Mm -hmm. Woo, I was walking one day and I met him. And he said, come on, girl. How, I can do all things through him. I was walking. Now, this man is a man that I met. And he said, he took up on all my sins. He said, there ain't no sin too big enough for him. When he went to the cross for all our sins, guess what, y'all? He freed us. Yeah. He said, when the sun set free, he's free indeed. Hallelujah. I don't know about y'all, but I'm free today. Yeah. I'm free today. Yeah. And you are free too, but you got to trust in You got to believe in it. You got to let him direct your path. Yeah. He said, because you cannot direct your own path. He said, lean to him. Thank you. Woo, Lord, thank yeah. you, Jesus. I kind of got offended the other day. But one thing I learned is a piss is good. Right. And the word is for correction. Oh, yes. And boy, I'm telling you, Pastor's on there, he was talking to, and boy, he corrected me in a lot of my ways. See, a lot of people won't stand up here and tell you that you've been corrected by the Spirit. Okay, come on. Nobody won't, they want to hold on to, I ain't going to say nothing. But see, it's when you share it. Yeah. It's when you know that you're being corrected in a lot of things, right. that you share it. And it opens up people understanding to the knowledge of what God wants, not what you want. And I just thank Pastor for sharing that. I was at work and I was, I was crying there. So I was crying, girl. I was like, Lord, please forgive me. Yeah. That's not what I want to do. I want to do what you want me yes. to do. I ain't trying to do my own thing. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to uplift you, Lord. Yes. I want to praise you, Lord. I don't know about 
watch out, but up there. I'm telling y'all right now, in the name of Jesus, God is good. Yeah. Because he yeah. didn't have to send his son. Yeah. He didn't have to send him. He didn't. Mm -mm. But he did it because of what? He loved us. Man. He loved us so much. Just think about Israel. <laughs> Them were some hard-headed people. They were so hard-headed, but they wouldn't listen to him. But I'm telling you today, start listening to him. Start listening to him. That's where you get your power. That's where your change come about. So start listening to the voice of the Lord. Because it's only through him that you can make it. It's only through him that you can make it. Hallelujah. I don't know about y'all, yeah. but we just like to praise him and worship his name. Yes, Amen. Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. Amen. Thank you. The one thing that I do love about walking truth is that we can praise, we can pray, and we can preach. Yeah. And I thank God that we have such great preachers at walking truth, male Amen. and female. Amen. So we just thank God today. Now we're going to hear from uh, Minister Daphne and Deacon Marvin. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Walking Truth. Good morning. I am just delighted and honored to be in the house of the Lord this morning with the skeleton uh, crew. Uh, it's just wonderful to just be in the presence of the saints of God. I just feel the love in this room. Uh, the pastor is looking fantastic. Everybody is looking really, really good. I thank God for keeping him healthy and whole. I thank God for keeping all of us healthy and whole. I, uh, earlier this week, I was listening to a uh, young man bring some word, and he spoke out of the book of John, and we are, of course, doing the Psalms, and the pastor wants us to stay in the Psalms, so this, the Psalm 22 really spoke to my heart because, of course, that is where he was prophesying about Jesus on the cross, and, you know, as Jesus hung and cried out to his father, but he, he could have come down, but he didn't come down. And it came to my heart that love kept him up there. His love for the body of Christ kept him there to suffer, carry our sins and our burdens, the suffering that we should have be bearing, he bore it for us unto death that we can live. It was love that kept Jesus hanging there on the cross. And then, in the book of John, he gave us a command to love one another. He said there is no greater love than to lay down one's life. He already did that. So we don't have to lay our lives down, per se, for one another. But he said the way that distinguishes us from the world is by the love that we show one towards another. And that is what is going to get us through this time, saints. 
is loving ye one another as God has sent. Walk in truth, head under shepherd. Dr. Sutton has been speaking that throughout this whole time for us to stay in fellowship, stay in unity, help each other, stand in the gap for each other, love one another. That is the key. Because see, when you're loving on each other, you're not looking at all the, the things, the mess, the trials, the tribulations, the circumstances that's going on. You're loving. When you're loving, love covers a lot of things. Love brings that joy and peace to your heart that we need so desperately in this time. We need that peace and joy that only comes from above. That love that only comes from above. That unselfish love that we have received from Christ and through his Holy Spirit we can give to one another. Love is the word right now, saints. <clears throat> and so that scripture, John 15, you can read the whole, the whole chapter, but that's where I'm talking about when he was telling us to love one another. And with love brings about a lot of stuff, forgiveness, try to forgive saints. Not try. Let's do it. And I'm speaking to myself when I'm speaking to you all. Because you know there's a lot of things that we can harbor in our heart. That unforgiveness is just like a, a toxin. It's like a disease that contaminates the heart. And then contaminates the whole body. Unforgiveness can make you physically ill, saints. We need to get on our knees and fervent and proud to the Lord to help us and show us the path to forgiveness. And once we find that path, I tell you, it will lift you above all that muck and mud that you are swimming in with that unforgiveness in your heart. But we're going to just stick with love. Love you yeah. one another in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Just want y'all to stay encouraged right now and just be slow to speak and quick to listen. No matter what it is, at work at home, especially to one another right now. Because God is doing a remake in all our lives right now. We need to all just focus on Him right now and always just depend on Him, no matter what you're going through. Listen to those that you arrive around. And just always remember, you're not affected mind-wise, you're affected body-wise as well. So take heed to everything. Dear Holy Father, I thank you right now. I thank you for all that you're doing in everybody. Thank you for the friends and family, Heavenly Father, that are on, on this air right now, Heavenly Father, to just encourage one another. At home, at work, no matter what we have to do, Heavenly Father, we just must stay encouraged. Let that Holy Spirit in us just rise above all things, Heavenly Father. Let us just govern ourselves and examine ourselves right now during these times, Heavenly Father. We need you right now. We need you so, so desperately right now, Heavenly Father. Thank you for all our provisions that you provide for us, Heavenly Father. Whether it be mass, whether it be anything we need to just get through these times. But like she said, we need love. It starts right there first. And that's the only way it's going to happen, Heavenly Father. We know it. Just depending on you. We give you all the honor and praises. 
and everything that we go through, driving, eating, everything that we try. Let us just examine ourselves in everything, everything we do, everything we say to one another. Let us just stay encouraged. We thank you for the walking true family in love always. And that's what keeps me in love. Let us just keep going the right path, moving in the right direction. Just stay fast and dependable on you, Heavenly Father. We thank you so much. And we just can't say so much. Everything has been said right now that I disagree tenfold. I thank you for just sending us a great pastor that we can learn from and listen. And a great family that we can just all reunite, have fun in Christ, giving you all the glory, Heavenly Father. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 You can turn it up. You guys are here. Turn your phones off because they can hear you through my phone. We're going to get that echo. So thank God that we're here today, all on one accord. And Daphne said, a skeleton crew, but them bones are going to rise. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Them bones are going to rise. Amen. Amen. We don't need many. We just need faithful. I've always taught them that. And I just decided that we would come every now and then and just serve and just do it all together so the sound quality be good. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. And, and I just want to tell people, you know, I thank Walking Truth. I thank uh, Hakeem. Brother Hakeem came in and wiped everything down. Amen. 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 I that's uh, Minister Karen's husband. Thank you, Hakeem, for coming in. You know, one thing I can say about Hakeem, he don't say much, but when I call on him, he comes. Amen. See, he, he, he's the biblical man. He don't overpromise and underperform. Amen. 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 He don't overpromise and underperform. He just show up. Amen. So he can't disappoint me because when he show up, I feel good. Amen. 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 And when he don't show up, I ain't call him. <laughs> <laughs> I can thank God for that. I mean, that it's a and I just want to thank him. And again, thank you guys. It's a pleasure to serve you. I don't want anybody to listen to us think that they praising me because, you know, no, no. They know I'm their guide. I'm not their God. That's right. And they're, they're thanking me for the fact that that's what I do. Amen. I got them to God. I don't guide them to me. Amen. They know they are very independent. Yeah. And the only person we depend on is Jesus. Come on. So today, we're going to see about our journey with Jesus. Amen. 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 And, and, and so the title of this sermon is, It's an Uphill Battle. Mm. It okay. is an uphill battle. And then behind that is the battle's not yours, it's the Lord's. Yes, it is. It is an uphill battle. Yes. And we're going to be out of Psalms 24. Thank you, God. Thank you. We're going to be out of Psalms 24. And Nancy, I'm going to have you read the entirety of Psalms 24. And then we're going to concentrate on like one through six. So in Psalms 24, get your Bibles, get your Bibles, get your Bibles. This is our instruction book. This is the book to which we learn all scriptures breathed by God. And like Minister Karen said, it's good for instruction and correction and reproof that all of us who are carriers of his word, when we diligently study, we might be fit. Amen. So we just thank God for that. that, that these things were written aforetime for our learning, that through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope 
We also develop patience from Scripture. Everything we need is in the Scriptures. Yes. And there lies the problem. That's one reason why it's an uphill battle. Because we're trying to go uphill carrying a yoke around our neck that we can't carry. Mm -hmm. You're trying to go uphill without any shoes on. Because uh, part of the armor of God, if I'm not correct, you're supposed to strap something on your shoes called, or your feet called the gospel. Mm, amen. Amen. We try to walk bare feet up a, a rugged hill. Mm. But we understand that. So today I want to enjoy this sermon like I enjoy all other sermons. The word went out. The, the praises went out. The exaltation went out. And now we're going to have the word of God. All right. Psalm 24 starting in verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. He will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Say lie. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. It's an uphill battle. It truly is. But we need to establish some things first. Come on. Let's look at verse 1. And it says, The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, the world, and those who dwell in it. David is establishing what was established in 19. 19, he talked about the glory of the heavens and, and the earth. And now he's talking about the possession. It belongs to the Lord. There's the first part of your battle. It don't belong to you. Come on. It belongs to the Lord. From the highest peak uh -huh. to the lowest valley to the center of the earth, it belongs to the Lord. And the fullness thereof and everything that dwells in it, mm -hmm. including you, the birds, the bees, the trees, and everything else, it don't belong to you, man. And when you start realizing that it doesn't belong to you, you have to find your place in it. Think about this. The ground you're standing on right there, that inch, that foot, belongs to the Lord. Yes. That seat that you're sitting in, in your home, it belongs to the Lord. That's right. You just occupy <laughs> the territory for a little time. Mm -hmm. It belongs to the Lord. It's the Lord's possession. Amen. It belongs to the Lord. And, and, and see, once we get established... That this great creation that we enjoy every day belongs to the Lord. We're on the right position to understand our purpose in the Lord and his creation. Mm -hmm. You are part of his creation. Amen. You're not extra. Mm -hmm. You're not that important. Mm -hmm. The only thing that makes you important is because God shows his affection towards you. Amen. But even the breath that you take belongs to him. Even the life that you have belongs to him. He breathed into Adam and he became a what? Living soul. Adam was just in $2 dirt before God breathed into him. Amen. 
So we must understand our place. We must understand what God is trying to do. God's creation is his possession. And it's his responsibility. You are his responsibility. If you create something just like your child, you are that child, you, you, you are responsible. So God is not only the creator, but he's responsible. And he's accountable. Who is he accountable to? Himself. He doesn't owe you anything, saints. He gives you, he gives you, he gives you. And he doesn't require much of you if you really think about it. But it's an uphill battle because what we begin to do is think the earth is our possession. <laughs> and the things in it belong to us. And we become attached to what belongs to us. Let someone try to take your children from you, you attach to them. Let somebody try to take your car that you've been paying the notes on, you attach to that car. Unless you're not in paying the notes, you still attach that car. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you is, remember who this belongs to. So you say, what's my relation? You're the steward of what God gave you. Yes. He told man, I created all these things. I want you to have dominion over them. Dominion means that you're accountable to him, but you have some authority, but your authority comes from the source. You're the resource of authority. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. We have to get our ourselves ready to go up here. Because it's an uphill battle. If you don't understand what I just said, you still, you still, you, you got a long way to go. <laughs> so then we have Job. Go to Job 38 4. Let's see what the Lord says about how we think. The Lord had asked us a question about our position. 38 4. Go ahead, read. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Where were you? Go ahead. Tell me if you have understanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who, de who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Mm -hmm. Or who stretched the line upon it? On, on what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst out from the womb? When I made clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band and prescribed limits for it and set bars and doors and said, thus far shall you come and no farther. And here shall, you and here shall your proud waves be stayed. Have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place? That it might take hold of the skirts of the earth and the wicked be shaken out of it. It is changed like clay under the seal. And its features stand out like a garment. Amen. Amen. So where were you, old man, when God founded the earth, laid the foundation of the earth? It belongs to him. God is asking you, how do you come up with the conclusion that you own anything where when I created it, I didn't ask you no questions? Hey. I didn't consult you, old man. I, I didn't seek out your wisdom to do the holy work of creation because when he created the earth and the heavens and everything that goes in it, he said it is good. Oh, amen. He said it's good. And on the seventh day, he rested from creating what is good. Where were you, old man? You're part of the creation. That's right. Come on, man. There's a whole lot of stuff here before you got here. Oh, yeah. So where were you, old man, when God arranged the tapestry? Tapestry of the heavens, the stars, the moon. Where were you, old man, when there was no sunlight but there was light in the world? Come on. Where were you, old man? Mm. You were hidden in God then. Exactly. 
You were hid in him before the foundation of the earth. But you have to respect that. Yes. Yes. The only part of respecting your place with God and your position with God and association with God where you will sin to God. Right. It's a mind thing. You got to get in proper place. It's just like when you go to get on the airport. You just can't run through security. You got to wait in line and get the proper place and have the proper attitude. That's right. That's right. You go up there saying something crazy, you ain't getting on. Come on, Pastor. I don't care what you're going through. Whatever you're going through, you better get in that line and smile. And when he, he say, hand me your passport, your ID, you hand it, you better smile. He don't want to know nothing about your back. So to go forward, you got to play by the rules. You got to do what God has called us to do. Amen. But we have to continue in man's place. In Psalm 24 3, it says, Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his place? Who? Can man stand in his place by itself? Pick up at the verse uh, 3, Nancy. 24, uh, Psalm 24 and 3. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Mm -hmm. And who shall stand in his holy place? Now, that's the question. If we go back to Psalm, if we go back to Psalms 24, it talks about that. It asks that question. It says, who shall, right? Yes. Who shall? Who shall ascend? Who shall stand? Who shall go up? Who shall begin the uphill battle? But first we need to talk about the hill itself. We always use words like there's a hill to conquer or there's a hill to climb or we need to go uphill. We use these words to describe the arduous journey that we face that depending upon your relationship with God and what you want out of your relationship with God will depend how steep your hill is. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. I listen to, to, to a lot of stuff y'all say and I don't think you understand fully what you talk, what you want. And this is the reason why. Because, Mr. Dan, how do you use her? Because I know she knows what she, she wants, but I want to make sure she understands what she got to pay to get it. Because okay. Daphne said, and she was right. Now, see what I'm saying? She was right. And most of you are right. You say, I want the power of God, but I can't get the power of God unless I get the wisdom of God. But you can't get the wisdom of God to want to suffer like God. That's right. Amen. Mm -hmm. What are you willing to sacrifice to get the wisdom? Yeah. 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 What are you willing to give up to get the power? Mm. What are you willing to humble so you can be exalted? Mm. See, a lot of us say we want these things, but do you really want to walk in the shoes of those who came before you who have sacrificed and have that power you look at like, wow! Right. You don't know what they went through. That's right. Uh, that's right. And I ain't talking about none of these false prophets on TV, okay? Right. Right now, you don't even have to worry about a false prophet. I'm going to say it again. You don't have to worry about a false prophet. You know why? Because a false prophet is always proved to be false nowadays. Information moved too fast. Right. A lot of them said the coronavirus will end on what? Passover and Easter. Still here, still killing. False prophet. We don't need to stone them, but you don't need to listen to them. One false prophet can make you a false prophet. You don't get a duo. Okay? Well, we got to worry about false teaching. Come on. My God. See, because a false teacher won't humble you enough to go up the hill. Like Minister Karen said, 
what I, whatever I said, it humbled her. I don't even know what I said. But it checked her. Amen. See, if you want to be checked, you're ready for the journey. There you yes, go. Oh, God. If you think more of yourself than you should, you're not ready. That's right. Amen. Let be known. It was said in a meeting I was in yesterday that I thought was pretty neat. And as we prepare for the National Day of Prayer, this is a true statement, but it's a sad observation on pastoral ministry is this. Each pastor is supposed to pray a certain amount of time. But it was, if I, we give them more, they don't always take more because they feel they have the right because they are pastor. Well, what happened to doing things decently in order? That just don't apply for the sheep. That applies for you too. If I'm a part of an organization to where I'm not the one in authority, I submit myself to the time frame authority gives me. And if I do anything different, it's not the Lord. That's just ego. The problem with, with pastoral ministry is they're too busy trying to get served and not willing to serve. So when you're patting yourself off of that kind of leadership and that kind of teaching, the journey, you haven't even started it yet because you don't want to suffer. You're looking for somebody to make it easy for you. In a good pastoral ministry, the pastor suffers more than the sheep. Because Jesus said, well, I'm going to lay down my life for the sheep. Hallelujah. I'm still learning how to lay down my life. Yes. That's why it's more important that you get fed than I get fed. Amen. But I can't feed you what God hasn't given me. And God said, give him a servant's heart. I don't worry about being a leader. I worry about serving. Amen. If you want to be great in God and want to begin this journey, be the greatest servant. Come on. Amen. Say that. Be the greatest servant. Don't worry about being servant. It's all right if you get up from a meal and go get your own Kool-Aid. <laughs> Come on. It's all right that other than your wife or spouse fixing your plate, that you decide to get up and get seconds for yourself. Amen. Come on. When it's time to do something, you look for somebody to do it for you. Get up and do it for yourself and be an example to the sheep. Amen. Amen. Yes. That's how you pass it. That's how you begin the journey. Amen. But we all start at the base of the mountain. Yes. Who shall ascend? We all start at the base of the mountain. The first thing we recognize, God, we got that in verse one. But now we wonder who shall ascend? You in the right place. You got the right. You in the right space. You got the right attitude. And now it's time for you to get ready to ascend. And everybody starts at the bottom. Amen. Say it. Everybody starts at the bottom. Everybody, everybody starts, starts at the bottom. Yeah. You don't start in the middle. That's right. And you don't start on top. Mm. Every saint of God, depending upon his ascent, starts at the bottom. Where are we going to God? Amen. The holy hill, where he, we ascend to where he's at. We ascend to where he's at. We ascend, which called, is called the sanctification process. Your ascension is sanctification. As you walk with God and God walks with you, he said he never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be a lamp unto your feet and light to your path. As you go upward, he is, he is sanctifying you. What is he doing? As your journey is going upward and the thing is arduous and hard, what he is doing is, 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 is sanctifying you. He is testing you. He is trying you. So every step you take, it might be a little 
higher. And if you ever walked up a hill, you know, it ain't bad at the bottom, but right in the middle, you get kind of tired. Hold on. Yeah. You get kind of tired because everybody got to start the base. Right. And I like that. One more time. Everybody got to start at the bottom. Everybody got to start at the bottom. So to begin your journey, you must start at the bottom. And you're going to go upward. Amen. And remember what I just said. Depending on what you really want on God will depend on how steep your hill is. Mm. And let me define that a little bit more. If you really don't want much, you ain't going to have a steep hill. Mm. You're not going to have a steep hill. If you don't want to be saved, sanctified for the Holy Ghost and sit on your salvation, you're not, your hill is not going to be steep. There are some saints whose hill is not that steep. They're still saints. See, I ain't kicking no. See, if you notice, I'm not excluding them. Amen. I'm just saying that they cool right where they at. They cool. They comfortable. They content. There's nothing wrong with saints like that. There's nothing wrong with saints like that. You need those kind of saints to hold down the fort. Well. But then there are those saints who want to get out here and win people for Christ. Yes. There are people who are willing to suffer for the sake of Christ. There are people willing to not only carry their cross, but carry yours too. Amen. And it's even worse when you're taking this journey with God, when you got to carry your own cross, and you're willing to carry somebody else's, and you want this relationship with God. Not only does your, your heel get steeper, but your burden gets heavier. But Jesus said, my burden is light. Yeah. If you take upon my yoke. See, we got to take upon the yoke of God so what we experience during our journey upward don't bother us as much. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You say, well, Pastor, what bothers us as we go up from the bottom? Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing a person tries to do is get you to believe God don't love you no more. That's right. That's the first thing that, that people try to do. People try to look at your circumstance that hasn't changed versus your heart that has changed come on, come on. and judge you and say, it ain't working. See, see. But Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit said, neither death nor life, nor angel, nor principality shall separate me from the love of God. Yeah. I might not look like what you think, heathen, but God is changing me because he oh, said he yes. loves me. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Love. Amen. And see, but steadfast love is so deep, but stead, steadfast love of God don't change because you did something wrong. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Steadfast love don't change because you a sinner saved by grace and we all fall short daily. Steadfast love hangs in there even tougher when something goes wrong. As Stephen, when Stephen was getting stoned, the Bible says God is sitting, Jesus sitting on the right hand side of God is having all power. But when Stephen was getting stoned, See? Jesus See? stood up. See? See, steadfast love will make you stand up for somebody. Yeah. Steadfast love won't, won't you're not looking for the way out. Well, I'm not going to say they ain't going. They, they, gonna, they know God. They going to heaven. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The Bible says no fruit, no favor, Amen. no fruit, no salvation, mm. no fruit, you ain't saved. Mm. And the problem is you trying to make people say that they ain't saved, so there's no reason to get them saved. Mm. Mm. Uh -oh. So you got to make sin just as, you got to make sin so big and the consequences thereof. 
Because the Bible says a soul that sinneth shall die. Oh, that's what the Bible says. So you got to tell people that. So then you got to get them to the point where they say, Oh, what a wretched man that I am. Who can save me? Then you tell them about Jesus. Come on, say Indeed. See, walking with Jesus makes no difference if I understand that if I don't walk with him, I'm going to perish. Right. Right. So as I go up this hill, there are people that's going to look at my outside, but God say, I'm changing from the inside. Hallelujah. God is saying, I'm changing from the inside. Go to Philippians 3.14. Because we got to press on. Yes. For the high calling. Philippians 3.14. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So we press on. Come on. We going up the hill. Yay. We got our cross and somebody else's cross. Because I want that kind of relationship with God that Peter had. I want that kind of relationship with God that Paul had. Yes, I want that kind of relationship with God that Ezekiel had. Yay. That Jeremiah had. So I'm willing to walk and carry the cross. He's willing to put his word into my mouth that I may speak it to anybody that come home. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference what you look like, but you need Jesus. Yes, yes. Lord. The issue with the church nowadays, they preaching health, wealth, cause, money, but they ain't preaching Jesus. Come on. Corona don't care nothing about how much money you got. But Corona's scared of Jesus. You know why? Because whether I live or die, Minister Karen, I belong to the Lord. Yes. See, when I preach Jesus, I'm not worried about what the world going to do to me. Corona in the world, but not my spirit. Amen. See, you may kill my body, but you can't kill my spirit. Come on. 3.14 tells us that we press on towards upper calling. We're upper. It's up the hill. Yes. Come on, baby. It's further up the hill. Yeah. See, as I press on, I go further up the hill. As I press on, I get closer to God. As I press on, I can't get away from what I used to get away. As I press on, the journey is light because I'm walking with God. As I press on, I don't care what's going on to the left of me, to the right of me, because God's going to make me a path that I can walk on. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on. And then God don't say, Jesus said, if you come up any other kind of way, you're like a thief and a robber. So unless you start at the bottom, you can't get to the top. So we got the high calling of salvation, but we got the high calling of willing to go back and get those who we left behind. Now watch this. The higher you go, the more you know, the more power you have to go back Yep. And get those who are slipping back. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Come, Come on, on, sir. Servant. See, see, Service. as I go yes, up, I'm going to look back. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm going to look back to see, because see, Johnny may not have been ready, and Sally may not have been ready, but as they see me ascend, uh -huh. where they were trying to hold me back, uh -huh. God that made them let me go. Oh, God. And they see a change in my life. And now because yes. I'm changed yes. and I'm further along in Christ, I'm not a novice in this thing, I can reach back and say, Johnny, Sally, Sue, look at me. God done changed me. And guess what? You ain't got to say it. They're going to say it to you. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. They're going to see a change in like, Yes. Yes, See, now you don't love, you ain't practicing your religion with zeal, you practice your religion with knowledge. Okay. Amen. Amen. See, you don't have, you have a zeal according to knowledge. Amen. Right. Okay. The more you know, the happier you should get. <laughs> Amen. 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 Twelve years of preaching.
preaching. I'm more happy now than I was when I started. Amen. Amen. Because guess what God is showing me? Yes. The more I learn his word, the more I love him. The more I love him, the more I realize I don't know that much about him. I want to get to know him even more. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Bless you, sir. Bless you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So you may look at some pastor. You got, I got command because you know why? Because God has put it in my heart. And I don't never presume or do a presumptuous thing and say, I know it all. Amen. Yeah. I know the God said, I don't know nothing. Uh-huh. I don't know nothing. I need some more. I need some more. Yes. I need some more light. Mm-hmm. And the first thing God asks you as you're going for a journey, are you sharing the journey and the light? Because the light is the journey. Because we're walking into the marvelous light of him. We're walking into the light. So as we walk into this light, are you willing to take some of that light reflected back to those who need it? There's always a challenge in the journey. It is. There's always a burden. There's always a cross to carry. Always. Mm-hmm. There's always something that burdens us. Even though I just talked about how great it is. And one level is a burden. Because the world is so wicked. The world is so, so wicked. Yes. In Genesis, he talked about that with Noah. He said everywhere he looked, he saw the wickedness of this world. And that's why he had to destroy the stone over because the world was wicked. Everything is a struggle. Everything is a crooked path that's not without God. See, we only, only get on a straight path when we walk with God. Any other path is crooked. I don't care how much you may like that person. If it's not of God, it's crooked. Because if we agree with what we said at first, all this belongs to God, we need to seek the path that God got for us. Don't worry about what they got. Don't worry about what that church do. Worry about your decision to follow God and what kind of hill you're going to climb. That's what it's about. Come on. Hello, thank you for listening to today's sermon. Please go over and enjoy the rest of the sermon on our Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship YouTube page. I want to thank you and bless you and always remember to walk in truth. Peace. I want to thank you again, saints of God, for coming along with us through the word of God on today. Our journey has been short and brief, but we look forward to continuing on with you in God's vineyard. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to contact us, please do so by emailing me at witmin at yahoo.com or s-u-t-t-o-n 968 at gmail.com. We always want you to be encouraged and be blessed and be at peace. Always remember, walk in truth. And thank you again for coming along on today's journey.